0: And we get to career explained then with Jim Bully, business and sports editor from the Career Journal Daily, and we're talking today, aren't we, Jim, about high speed internet? Yeah. So the
1: Ministry of Science and ICT announced in June that it will include having a high speed internet connection as one of the all embracing services like public telephone services, um, which essentially means that. A high-speed internet connection is considered a mandatory public service that everyone in the country is required to have access to.
0: It's one of the first things that people think of with Korea these days anyway. Uh, for the last few years, it's been a strong association. Korea, high-speed internet. Exactly, yeah, universally available. To, uh, used to call Korea the most
1: wired country in the world, which is no longer true because we don't need wires for any of it. But it's certainly true that we have the high-speed internet reputation but it's not true that everyone has access to it the the kind of universally available factor is very much a kind of urban area centered perspective um outside the cities there are still people in remote areas that have no access to high-speed internet um and even if they
0: did they'd need the hardware wouldn't they
1: yeah exactly yeah and so whilst nearly all koreans have smartphones and certainly in korea there is a higher percentage of of smartphone owners than anywhere else in the world. Um, It's not true that, you know, people working on a farm have necessarily seen that as a worthwhile investment. And certainly the internet service providers up till now have also not seen it as a worthwhile investment to install the antennas necessary for high-speed internet connection in the countryside.
0: But this so-called high-speed universal service will be implemented from January 1st.
1: Yeah. So by 2020, January 1st, 2020, um, basically it means that the internet service providers will have to make sure that everywhere in the country has access to high-speed internet connection so that if people want to have um,
0: devices or wired internet that is high-speed, they can. For most of us, it's all about convenience rather than necessity, isn't it, though? Uh, For example the necessity aspect might come from getting important messages or emails or some sort of notification in case of an emergency but streaming music and videos uh, which is perhaps for me anyway and I'm sure for many other people the main benefit of high-speed internet it's not exactly a, a public necessity.
1: Well the government argues that these days it is a public necessity because for a lot of sort of things that you do in your life now including shopping including financial transactions social networks video streaming you mentioned these things are just regular part of everybody's lives and they rely on having a high-speed internet connection
0: okay and they are pushing internet only banks and things of that nature so that's true but yeah. I, I just didn't know you needed necessarily a high-speed connection I, I, i'm trying to distinguish between a high-speed connection and And the relatively fast connections that have been there for a few years. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's not made entirely clear in this uh, government report. But Korea has had high-speed internet since 1998. So I think we can assume, you know, anything that we would consider a regular broadband speed and above is high-speed internet.
0: Okay, so that's good to clarify. We're not necessarily talking about 5G LTE technology for all.
1: No, we're not, but, I mean, inevitably that is what it's going to end up being. Not 5G, but certainly LTE, 4G. I would think so, because there's no point the internet service providers investing in installing legacy hardware to add sort of a, a 3G speed internet connection when they're already in the process of rolling out, you know, higher networks.
0: We've had uh, the government intermingle with technology in the past, haven't we? And it's not always been a happy marriage. ActiveX was one of the Saw legacies for example yeah and you know korean media were very quick to point that out
1: um, after that report came out from the government as well high-speed internet is all well and good but it's still not particularly convenient if a lot of things that you need to do online um, are still difficult to access from the kind of devices that most people have so let's just quickly give an explainer about activex I think ActiveX and the banking certificate system go hand in hand. Both of them are authorization systems that required you to generally to be using Windows Internet Explorer, which is a piece of software that no longer exists, generally required you to be using that and to have downloaded specific pieces of software often and then authorized and verified them in your name in order to access government or banking services.
0: For foreigners in particular, this has been a nightmare, these online verification processes, because sometimes even if you are registered, fine, you've got to be aware that you've got to write your name exactly as it is registered with your local mobile phone provider. Yeah, for foreigners living in Korea, that's a big
1: issue, and and it's made worse by the fact that that not, you know, these verification processes can go through your phone or your bank, and those two companies don't necessarily follow the same naming style. No. So I have an issue where uh, my phone company follows the government naming style, right, surname and then first names, but my bank follows a Western style where it goes first names and then my surname, Yeah. and those two systems can never marry up. I can never access them together.
0: And and then there's a third complication sometimes where you'll have a, a name... Like, for example, my name is Alex, but actually yep. written down as David Alexander. And that's quite a long name when you combine it with a surname. And sometimes you'll end up with a few letters knocked off. Yeah, and does that, on your bank cards, does it? Does the end of your name just kind of disappear? It has on some cards. It's not uh,
1: consistent, as you've
0: pointed yeah, out. Yeah, I've
1: often had my surname shortened to Bull.
0: Right. Well, which is a legitimate surname. It is, just not mine. That's probably how the first Bull became a Bull. Visited Korea and just... Fell o- in love over with it. the bank account. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, as far as uh, like these issues are concerned, usually people can also be aware of caps lock and, and small characters. That's another one to watch out for. Uh, do contact your mobile phone provider, your banks, and anyone else if you have any worries about that. I think things are improving. There are a lot more English language services, aren't there, Jim? To uh, to contact and verify these these details because there was a time when I just had to admit defeat. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, The ActiveX system is certainly disappearing, although
1: government issues are still kind of compounded, both for foreigners and for Koreans, by the fact that um, Hangul word processor files are still commonly used on sort of government downloadable files. Even a lot of Korean offices no longer have HWP processors on their computers, so they can't open those files. That's still kind of a big barrier for a lot of people and banks do still require certificates now most banks now have mobile banking systems where you can get an app that acts as the certificate process for your phone but certainly for older users that's a lot of very very complicated processes that often are beyond me let alone someone who's less comfortable with
0: the technology the thing that some people might say is well you know (sighs) Let's get it right for the Korean population first, worry about the foreign population later, or or perhaps not so much. But there is uh, an economic incentive to make sure that people abroad and foreigners living here are able to get the most out of Korean websites.
1: Yeah, and it is true. And a lot of articles pointed out in the Korean media that, you know, there is a push in Korea, as in most countries, to boost tourism as much as possible. And yet, for foreigners visiting Korea, we may have the fastest internet you can find anywhere, but. It does not that helpful if they can't access the services that they're used to using. And the big example mentioned time and time again is Google Maps. Tell us more. Well, Google Maps, um, unlike the Korean services, Naver Maps or or, um, Kakao Maps, can't work anywhere near um in as much detail basically so you can see a google map you can see where you are on the street you can see the names of the buildings around you and things but any level of detail what time the buses come what times the train comes up-to-date information on how to get from a to b traffic information is just not available on google maps because that information isn't available to google
0: it is Um, we've also got this whole claim about fast internet full stop is it actually so super fast here well, I mean, so now we're talking about five G and five
1: G speeds. Some countries have faster five G than Korea, but it's you know it's also about how how far reaching they are. So the Korean download speeds um, in Korea, according to OpenSignal, which is an analytics company, can reach up to one thousand and seventy-one megabytes per second. Now, I've done a lot of 5G tests um, for various publications, and I've never seen those speeds. I've seen up to 800 megabytes per second. Now, in the US, their 5G networks can reportedly record up to 1,800 megabytes per second so up to 800 megabytes per second faster than ours now but it is worth mentioning that the reason for that is that they're using a completely different system and the american system uses much shorter waves and they can only get away with doing that because they're doing it in very small isolated areas
0: at what point does this become unnecessarily fast though you you could have a sports car that's capable of going to 60 in 2.8 seconds let's say but uh, which would be pretty remarkable yeah Uh, but let's say you did have that Then, so what? Where are you ever going to be able to do that? I mean, for consumers
1: like you and I, that seriously, that's not much difference. I don't think there's anything. Maybe with a really, really extensive, really realistic VR situation, um, you might see the difference. But otherwise, that's not going to make... Much difference, but sort of more corporate uses or more technology uses that are based on real time, that might be an issue. For example, a self driving car, the braking time of the self driving car will depend on how quickly it receives a signal to brake, and then 800 megabytes per second faster matters.
0: Excellent point. It's, uh, infrastructure issues, very, very important to uh, reduce any lag or to absolutely minimize lag. Yeah. But uh, again, I'm thinking about this. Probably too single single-mindedly from the personal consumer point of view. Again, when I see those numbers like thousand seventy-one megabytes per second, I'm automatically thinking, oh, "How big was that file I downloaded <laughs> last yeah, week?" Yeah, I mean, and I'm still very happy with my, you know, whatever it is, two hundred. I also get hit so often with my own data plan. Uh, it's supposed to be unlimited, but they start throttling it, and it's very frustrating. Oh, so you're boasting are to me that your data plan doesn't seem to mine do doesn't that get you? throttled? No. I haven't. I don't have that problem, or at least I've never reached it. Well, off air, I need to find out more about your <laughs> particular plan and how I can jump onto that. Um, but So overall, are we saying good thing, uh, well-meaning, but uh, problems to address still with this idea? Uh, because it does certainly sound good from an outside perspective to say, well, Korea has universal as-a-service high-speed internet. That's not something really to complain about. Yeah, absolutely. That is a good thing. Um,
1: it's good that the government are pushing it. And, you know, it's only fair for people who live in places where where they don't have that access, which to us is almost unimaginable. At the same time, there are other issues that also need government attention that maybe aren't as headline grabbing. But making access to the Internet as easy
0: for both Koreans and foreigners is important. Jim Bully, business and sports editor of The Korea Journal Daily, today with Korea Explained. Thank you. Thank you. And now just about 8.55. I want to give you a heads up for next week, something I'm really looking forward to. Next Thursday, we'll be speaking to the US ambassador to South Korea, Harry Harris. As we've seen this week, tensions have been escalating with Japan, with Russia, with China. And of course, North Korea's missile test just yesterday morning, which, um, by the way, North Korea has specified in, in a state media report this morning that uh, it was a a new tactical guided weapon, and it uh, was launched under the watchful eye of Chairman Kim Jong-un. Um, still, though, uh, we've seen US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo come out and suggest that uh, he's hoping and expecting talks to kick off soon, possibly still in the next couple of weeks with North Korea at working level, saying he he viewed it very much as uh, an attempt to gain leverage in dialogue. So rather a pragmatic response from Mike Pompeo to keep dialogue on track, a bit like the way the US responded back in May to those last uh, missile launches. But we'll be uh, having the opportunity to talk to Ambassador Harris about the US's role, not only uh, in terms of dealing with North Korea and the resumption of nuclear talks, and not only the trade war with China, but also the US's role in Japanese trade curbs whole range of issues can be on our agenda in this candid discussion planned with U.S. Ambassador to South Korea, Harry Harris, for next Thursday at 8.15 a.m. Something to put in your diary and, as I said, something I'm very much looking forward to. Also, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Not so much looking forward to the monsoon rains that are falling and are set to continue to fall. So let's all do our best to deal adequately with those. And we'll be back Monday, 7.05.